Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. The thing is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Join us July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. for the Equine Extravaganza at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion Ocala. Brought to you by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk Show. Fundraising for Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Enjoy a fantastic breed show from miniature horses to Clydesdales. With jumping and dressage demos, you can also watch barrel racing, dog training, mounted shooting, and enjoy food vendors and crafts for kids, plus a silent auction. Check the Equine Extravaganza fundraiser event on Facebook, and we'll see you on July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion for the best in horsing around in the horse capital. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the horse talk show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with Dancing Pete Roda. We're in downtown Ocala, the horse capital of the world in the Mm -hmm. CEP Equine Studios. (laughs) We have a great lineup for you today. We have Dr. Adam Kayot joining us in the next segment from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, and he's going to be chatting about tetanus and about some of the misconceptions about tetanus in horses. We also have my hero and new friend Heidi Walker with us. Whoop, whoop. Excited to share her story and uh, walking through the swamp with her. Let me tell you, any disasters, I want Heidi on my side. <laughs> No joke. Uh, We also have segment one with Rick Meyer, who is a very recent Pasifino Hall of Fame inductee. He's actually been a trainer of Pasifinos for over 50 years with his wife, Janice. He doesn't look old enough, I know. He was also the master of ceremonies at the Pasifino Extravaganza this past weekend. And let me tell you, the man knows how to entertain. He knows how to get you out in the middle of the arena and hand you the microphone and tell you to talk to people about your show. (laughs) He is a great fun guy, a new friend, and we'll have segment one this week and segment two next week. But first of all, some announcements. Uh, Don't forget that there's another extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yes, extravaganza in July. That's the Florida Mounted Extravaganza, and that is going to be at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. We're going to be there covering it interviewing people they're going to have some fantastic demos a breed parade kids crafts vendors and more it's all going to benefit spirit equine therapy and open hands animal rescue and that is july July 22nd and i believe that time that says nine to four on there is now eight thirty to five oh wow correct uh, yeah, they've got fu- they're full, full. Uh, they're going to have lots. Uh, gosh, there must be 30 breeds or more um, that they're going to have. So it's really going to be a great time for you to see all the different breeds that we have here in the Marion County area and beyond. So hats off to Florida Mounted for all that they do. I've got some shout outs for them later on as well. Uh, speaking of shout outs, gentle carousel miniature therapy horses deserve shout outs like June 1st yes oh. well actually first of all magic magic and their um, documentary was actually accepted by the Manhattan Film Festival wow I know so magic is going to Manhattan I feel like I should be following her with a camera <laughs> just so you could go to Manhattan yeah, well and so I can go and see uh, Gentle Carousel certainly deserve um, as much kudos as we can possibly give them and Hero Horse a magical true story as a documentary about the wonderful work that Magic and her troop of little miniature horses do uh, across the country and the world and it's really amazing just 
everything they do is amazing and their reading program is also starting well, that's what I thought we were going to talk about. I know. Well, you know, there you go. There's another kudos first. It's like every week we add something else. <laughs> Gentle Carousel Reading with Horses back again. That starts June 1st at 10 a.m. And actually this week is particularly special because OPD is going to be there. It's going to be an amazing event. Ocala Police Department. Okay, thank you. I was like, what? <laughs> yes, they're going to have uh, lights and sirens on the police car there for the kids to see. And I think it's going to be a great fun experience a wonderful I wish chance. I was a kid right now I know because could you imagine to get to read a book that you get to meet the horse that's in the book I know isn't that wow. awesome that it doesn't get much better than that no it really doesn't except for meeting Louisa Barton of course or Pete Rhoda. Oh, okay. Dancing Pete. Dancing Pete. Are you going to dance on Thursday? Are you going to come by? I'm going to come by, but I don't know about dancing yet. <laughs> You're not going to dance? No, maybe not. That's right. Still we all know about leg. the splits, right? Don't yes, ever man. do the splits again. I won't. Quick recap of Kiss the Horse for Literacy while we're on the topic of literacy. Wesley from the Marianne Therapeutic Writing Association, delivered by the very beautiful Jenna Rivera to the Juniper General Store. Wesley. Hi, Wesley. And uh, the way that works is they actually have several people, uh, different groups of people who raise money for literacy, uh, raise as much money as they can. And then the winner gets to kiss the horse. And these young ladies raised, I think, over $6,000 and got to kiss the horse. Wow. <laughs> uh, and that's so cool. And there's Jenna. Uh, so Wesley, well done. He did a fantastic job standing like a really, really good boy outside Juniper and Jenna telling uh, the literacy program about MTRA and all that the MTRA therapy horses do for children and adults with disabilities and veterans and all the support that they give them with horses because horses make everything so much better. So hats off to them. Well done for that. And there is Wesley enjoying some hay outside Juniper. Hanging out in the rain. (laughs) That's right. Hanging out. So it's been a, a big week. There's been a lot. Uh, there's always a lot in the horse capital, and um, we definitely want to share the story of Dolly with you later on in the show. It's been shared a lot on Facebook, but we really want to share the heroics of the people who got involved in helping Mandy find Dolly, and we just want to share all the details of that. Uh, I want to say, <laughs> before we get into that, um, later on in the show when we're talking about it, that it's not necessarily what we recommend. <laughs> I think Isaac's going to pop up something that says, do not try this at home. Yeah. Uh, Like that. Do not try this at home. If you're with Louisa Barton, do not try this at home should be on the forefront of it. I think that should be Louisa and Heidi now because I think that I found my twin. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. But we are going to talk about it, not necessarily that we recommend it, just that we think that the heroics and the, uh, the effort that went into something that... I was even thinking we should probably stop and and give up and and then to find it was definitely worth the days and nights. I'd do it all over again. I would. I know you would. Don't laugh at me. (laughs) (laughs) The swamp in in Florida is not always the most uh, enticing place to be. You got to see the gators and the snakes and And apparently a large rampant unfriendly bear that lives oh. out there. I did not run into the bear, but I've been told that the bear Mountain does lions, the whole night. Mountain lions? Oh, yeah, there's mountain lions. In the forest? Oh, yeah. Of Ocala? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. We don't have any mountains. Okay. Who told you that? Oh, well, excuse me. <laughs> the, the Florida cougar. Oh. Is that better? Yes, okay, gotcha. I was like, mountain lions, what? Really? It's the same thing. <laughs> They just don't live in the mountains. Okay. But they aren't really lions. Okay. Are they? I know there's panthers. I've heard, I've heard there there has been sightings before, but I don't know. I'm not a wildlife expert, and I haven't seen one down here. No. I've I seen can, one in Colorado. 
I, I know we saw quite a few deer, for sure. There were plenty of deer. Uh, but I didn't see anything bigger than that. But I know Wesley did run into a bear and was standing not too far from it. So they were definitely... Well, if he ran it. into it, he was standing really close. <laughs> really close, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was far away, and I don't think it was backing down. So, But we did not, fortunately. But we actually, the main time we were out, we had a chopper with us. So that hopefully scared, scared off, off anything that was, that was Scared him off or scared him to you. <laughs> That's right. So coming up next... Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, uh, our wonderful veterinarian that always uh, gives us great updates on the health of our horses. We're going to be covering tetanus, which is uh, definitely a, a preconceived kind of misconception of uh, what exactly tetanus is. I know most of my life growing up, I thought if you got a rusty nail, you were getting tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the case, but he's going to tell us a little more about it, the symptoms and the treatment. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show for Dr. Kayot coming up next. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins vitamins and minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by horsemen, for horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here, and the future is Lipchip. the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax from spacious rooms to extended stay suites each room is unique just like you don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either and your fairy friend is welcome too elwood has cozy beds yummy treats and snuggles too elwood is more than a landing place it's a tribute to a contemporary southern lifestyle a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. 
back on the second segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Speaking about Larson Hay, I have to do a shout out for Betsy. I have a video, but I failed to upload it fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Just so Isaac knows it's in the Dropbox. (laughs) So Betsy is the... uh, the commander, in my opinion, commander <laughs> in in Ocala for Larson Hay, and she does such a phenomenal job. She she travelled to the Kentucky Derby with me, and there's a good story there. I'll have to tell you sometime as well. Um, but everything is six degrees. We've decided or less of separation in this horse world that we're in. And t- this evening, while we are recording the show, Betsy is recording for me at the Florida Horse Park. <laughs> She does camera work for Louisa. (laughs) She does. She's actually down there with my laminitic mini with Samuel Rodriguez, the farrier. The timing just worked out that he needed to come while I was here. So, Good old Betsy. You you want somebody reliable, just call Betsy. She'll be there. She's uh, my rock. Uh, So thank you, Betsy, from Larson Hay. And it really is Idaho's finest alfalfa, and she really is the finest friend. (laughs) There's no joke there. I really appreciate her very much, and we'll have some footage and coverage uh, of the laminitic pony for you so you can learn a little bit about uh, how important it is to have those toes trimmed. And that's a topic that we have talked about before with Dr. Kayot and obviously it spring grass is a it's a tough time yes, got to keep those toes short and so Samuel will be there doing that and Betsy will be filming it and we'll be sharing it with you so and on I'm this segment she does okay yes and on this segment yes. Dr. K is going to talk about tetanus yes so we're going to take you to that now I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here with Dr. Adam Kayot from Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care and we are going to talk about tetanus in horses. First of all there's a lot of misconceptions about tetanus so tell us a little bit about uh, what, how that occurs and treatment, possible prognosis. Right. So, so um, tetanus occurs by um, a bacteria Clostridium tetani releasing toxin into into the horse's body from, and it generally enters through a wound, um, and then it then it starts affecting the neurotransmitters to the muscles and, and through the central nervous system. So that's what happens. Um, horses typically, when they're affected with tetanus, um, will have a very typical what they call um, sawhorse stance where they'll they'll park out their front feet park out their hind feet Um, a lot of times their third eyelid will roll over Um, they'll have a very stiff gait Um, and and obviously that's generally associated with some break in the skin or some wound whether it be surgical or accidental or or however that can be so those are your general um, that's your general presentation of a horse with tetanus typically horses with tetanus um, the prognosis is poor typically Um, they can be treated and that kind of depends on how early you recognize the symptoms the earlier you recognize the symptoms the better it's basically giving high doses of tetanus antitoxin and you can inject it IV a lot of times they'll put it into the you know into the uh, spinal column and that sort of thing to help with that so high doses of antitoxin and and they can recover we actually had one recover here oh it's probably been over a year now or so Um, but it's it's not um, it's not uh, a pleasant sight and it's certainly luckily it doesn't happen very often and part of that is reason is tetanus is basically in every EWT, so that T that you hear in your EWT West Nile shots, that's tetanus vaccine. And so typically horses are well vaccinated for it. Um, Whenever I do a surgical procedure, I always make sure the horse has had a tetanus shot. Even though it's a clean procedure, you just never know. You don't want to take the chance and make sure that they're up to date on their vaccines. Um, So the best best treatment is prevention, as far as that goes. it can be um, devastating, obviously, um, but the good part is is that the shot is given typically down here twice a year. It's in with your um, encephalidity shots, so most horses are, are well covered for it. So it generally is not too much of a problem, but certainly when it happens, it can be uh, alarming and, and potentially devastating. 
And that's an in-hospital stay then for treatment? Yeah, that's an in-hospital stay. You're not going to be able to manage that on the farm. You don't want to manage that on the farm. Uh, sometimes these horses can become recumbent where they can't stand up. And so you, you know, you have an issue there. Whereas if they're on, if they're at the hospital, we can put them in a sling and, and do those things if, if that's, you know, if that's necessary. So, and certainly, certainly the, the, um, antitoxin has to be given you know, very high doses and, and you know obviously you're not going to be injecting uh, doing spinal taps at the, at the farm. <laughs> right yeah exactly. The, the misconception I think is a lot of people just think it has something to do with a rusty nail and if the horse uh, happens to find a broken fence board yeah. uh, there's a panic and I think that that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions because the bacteria can be anywhere. That's right that can be anywhere that's why you know even um, you know it can be anywhere it can be in the ground can be on a fence board can be on your stall wall can be in your you know in your shavings in your bedding can be anywhere. It's just not stepping on a rusty nail, you know, like the old wise tale says, you know. Um, <clears throat> certainly, I've had plenty of horses step on nails through my career, and none of them have gotten tetanus. So, <laughs> yeah. whether that's because of the vaccine or, you know, that just goes to show you, just because they, they get a rusty nail doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be an issue. But certainly, um, it's never an issue until it's an issue. Right. So you want to make sure and try to prevent it from being an issue however best you can. And it can be fatal. Oh, yeah. Mo actually, most of the time it, it generally is um, because a lot of times we aren't, you know, they don't become aware, you know, the owners don't become aware of it early enough. Um, but it can be treated, um, but prognosis is poor. So best to be vaccinated. Please vaccinate. Absolutely. Please vaccinate, Absolutely. yes. Twice a year. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very good. Dr. Adam Kayout with Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. 
Idaho's finest alfalfa. Dancing Pete Rhoda here with Louisa Barton and special guest in the studio, Heidi Walker. Heidi, it's lovely to have you with us. We have a great story for you, but I want to start off by reading something written by Mandy Roberts, who is a very good longtime and best friend of Heidi. This is Mandy. I just wanted to take a minute and fill everybody in on the accident that occurred on Monday night. I know some of you have already heard through others or through Facebook regarding a lost horse, but I want to share the whole story along with current medical updates. Mandy says, I have wanted a horse my entire life, not a fancy horse or an energetic horse, not a horse that competes or jumps. I just wanted a sweet, well-trained trail horse. Wes and I started spending weekends horseback riding and getting to know different types of horses. Then I met Dolly, a huge draft paint mix who's an absolute sweetheart. I couldn't resist and I had to have her. So far, she's been the best horse for a person who has what I would call minimal horse experience. And the accident that happened the other night, I would no way blame on Dolly. On Monday, Wes and I planned to take Dolly out to his mum's property in Fort McCoy. There are many trails and we would ride her and the ATV at the same time together. Dolly did great for all of the trail riding. Once we were done riding, I brought her back to the trailer and tied her to let her cool down and remove her tack. We went to untie her from the trailer and her foot got caught. She started to get upset and in the process flew, oops, threw, sorry, lost it, threw her head up in the air. I'm going to find it again. She started to get upset and in the process threw her head back and broke a halter. She began running all over the property. We were able to get her lured back to us with cookies and apples and eventually we were able to put a lead around her neck. It was not ideal, but it was better than nothing. I was able to get her lured onto the trailer. She seemed completely calm and comfortable, so I began walking out of the front exit door. As I was stepping out, she decided she was coming too. She suddenly bolted out of the exit door, squishing the entire left side of my body against the trailer. Once we were both out of the trailer, she took off down the street. We were not able to chase her as I needed to seek medical attention quickly. Upon arriving in the hospital, I was placed in the trauma unit with bilateral, I can't even pronounce that, pneumothoraxes, a grade three dislocation of the AC joint in my shoulder and basically a bruised rib cage and chest. I'm still in the hospital and have now had three chest tubes inserted between my ribs. We have our fingers crossed that this third attempt at fixing the lung with a larger tube is one that does the trick. If it doesn't, surgery would be the next option. It's been a horrible experience I wouldn't wish on anybody. I do want to thank everyone that's been on my side through all of this. Situations like these always make you realize how fragile life is and how blessed we can be to have so many good people in our lives. She doesn't say this yet, but Heidi Walker is one of those people. Thank you to everyone who has sent flowers, come to visit, brought cards, brought snacks, fuzzy blankets, and just good positive vibes and conversation. I do absolutely want to thank everyone who spent all hours of the night out in tick-infested swamps. I'm still hunting myself, hoping there aren't any, searching for Dolly and finding her. There literally will be a whole different post on how thankful I am for everyone, truly. I also am thankful to those who've called, sent prayers, and donated to the GoFundMe. For those of you that know me well, know I hate to ask for help or accept help from others. I've always been that way. So this has been very, very tough. But each day is one day closer to all of it being over with. I do still have a long road ahead of me to full recovery. Once we get the lung situation under control, I need to go to an orthopedic specialist to get my shoulder straightened out. Anyways, I just wanted all friends and family near and far away to have the whole story and not just bits and pieces. I love you all. I'm very ready to go home and be with my family and all of my four-legged friends. I hate how I always tear up. (laughs) Anyway, one of those amazing friends is right here with us, Heidi Walker. Heidi. Um, It was a heck of a week, wasn't it? Very long week. (laughs) Yes. I don't know when you started on the mission to find Dolly. I think I saw it maybe Wednesday, probably two days in. I'm guessing between Monday and Wednesday. Monday night I went out there. Um, I just drove around, though. I didn't go on the trails the first night. It was really late. It was like 3 in the morning by the time we got out there to just drive 
the area. Right, so we didn't do the trail. In the evening, right? Yeah. Yes. So oh after I met them at the hospital, found out what happened, I drove out there, just drove the streets to see if she was out wandering around. I stopped a cop and asked him and just had them aware she's a big girl. She's so a big girl. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Look want nobody out. to like, you know, right. run her over or anything. So Oh we'll run into her. My yeah. gosh, yes, there's always that factor, yep. right? I mean that that's that's happened. Yeah. Before so on, been... on major roads even. So certainly out on the trail you wouldn't expect to just see a horse at night running around right <laughs> so on monday night you started hunting tuesday probably while we were doing the show you were back out hunting. there at nine in the morning um so it was actually me and lexi who is um mandy's niece mm-hmm. we went out there met up with chris who is her mother-in-law and we got on the side by side around 9 a.m and drove until about three in the afternoon just driving the trails looking for calling for everything um, it started raining around three so we packed it up called it a day and then we're back out there the next day <laughs> so and that's when i think that's when i that's saw. when y'all started yes. and then i couldn't come till the evening or the afternoon so i got out there around I think three we or four yeah Unplanned pretty much <laughs> covering this pete has no comment i see <laughs> he's like mm. <laughs> so fairly I, I said to you actually before the show fairly newly uh licensed drone pilot but i guess it was december time flies but right. anyway i called isaac and he was uh, our show producer and editor and he was absolutely yes take me out there and um, there he is sporting his Larson Hay cap there um, with the drone in the back. And this actually is amazing footage because obviously if there was a big horse. Right, we would see it. We would see it. And wow, so, that's going to be cool for a commercial. I know, and, and I just want to say well done, Isaac, because he had never done anything like this with the drone before. So this was very like uh, new and this between the trees deal um, was all very new to him. So this was kind of... And, and here's where we were hoping not, of course, to see her dropped in the brush. Right. But it was possible, you know, that if she had got hurt, we still didn't know if she was hurt or not from going out of... I, I can't picture a draft horse going out of an escape door of a trailer and not... And as it happened, she did have a hip laceration. Fortunately, right. not a terrible one. But but that was drone footage that, that Isaac took. And, of course, I went out there um, and um, Tammy Leedy, uh, who is... Florida mounted amazing woman um, who I love dearly like a sister will do anything to save an animal um, seriously her and her husband are just amazing she was wonderful people. with me I spoke to her several times throughout the week and she was really she's really awesome Yeah, she's my rock she is incredible and she came out with us and we called and called and we looked for hoof prints I'm sure you were looking yep. for hoof prints we were looking for poo piles yeah. <laughs> hoping to see a poo pile, yep. a fresh poo pile, um, and and then Isaac sent me the drop to fire Dropbox the footage that he took on his drone, and I watched it again. I couldn't sleep. I just kept watching it and looking for any sign, any any possible sign or hope of. And I don't remember how many feet he went out, but I think it was several thousand, maybe. Twenty five hundred. Thank you, Isaac. Twenty five hundred feet. He went out from the different points that we went to. So that was the point then the sheriff's, we saw the sheriff's department and talked to Tim and he said he would bring the chopper out the next day. Right. And you must have been still hunting. Yeah, I ran into them as well. Yes. Yeah. So we were doing the, we were crossing paths, right? Um, and then after that, Tammy and I came out on the horses. Mm-hmm. She brought out two of her horses. Uh, we were on a... Um, uh, oh my goodness, so that segment went fast. <laughs> you were talking a lot about we were talking it. A lot. So we'll come back and bring you the footage of the trip with the Sheriff's Department, and then we're going to have Heidi tell us a bit more about the climbing tree stands, and that's when we'll put the. Do not try this at home. Yes, do not try this at home. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host. Pretty, pretty. Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab. And her guests are fab. 
back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. And our special guest this evening is Heidi Walker. And we've been talking a little bit about the <laughs> Dolly experience. Um, bless her heart. And we're going to tell you the rest of the story. So... After our trip out there, we were on horseback. Uh, Florida Mounted provided us with two of their absolutely wonderful horses. I had not ridden the Polish Arabian that Tammy brought out, and she had uh, Eddie's horse. And we we actually had a good trek through the woods. We were fortunate, like you said, we managed to get the sheriff's department to come in with the chopper, and they would find something moving, and then we'd ride in or walk in and try to try to find her. And you also ran into the sheriff's department and some right. other people in the woods. Yep. <laughs> um, so any time that this was all happening, were you scared? Uh, a little bit when the bear was out. Um, I know Wes's mother was like, hey, the bear just crossed the street, so be careful. And I was out on the side-by-side with Mandy's niece. And we were going to go down like a really wooded trail, but we decided not to if the bear was lingering. So we went down some dirt trails and we could see his tracks and everything. And they were really fresh, but... The adrenaline was yeah. telling you were going yeah. to find the horse, right, <laughs> exactly. for your friend. Exactly. So Mandy was in the hospital, and her main concern was... Is the horse. That's that's all she would talk about. So anytime I would call either her or Wes, she's crying, asking, where's Dolly? Please find Dolly. And honestly, I had not seen Mandy that whole week. I saw her the first night when she first got brought into the hospital, and I spent the rest of the time in Orange Springs looking. Um, I kind of felt a little bad because I'm like, oh, I haven't seen you, but you know where I am. Like, I I'm out here she looking. Wanted so you where you were much right. more than by her side because she was right. worried about exactly. Dolly. And you're not an equestrian. No, um, I don't have any experience with horses. Um, I've ridden a few times other people's horses, but that's that's it. So, <laughs> but Mandy's been there for me through everything. Um, so the least I could do is help her find her horse. I know how much she loves her, and we just need to make sure her and everybody else was safe. Um, it's an amazing yeah. story. It really is. It's incredible. So not an equestrian. <laughs> I think we need to put the thing, do not try this at home again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I'm, I admire you so much that you were brave enough to go out there and, and try to find her. And then the night that you and I met, um, which I believe was Friday, Friday we all kind yeah. of ran together. Tammy yeah. and I were out that morning and I told Tammy that I was going to visit my dad who had come into town who hasn't been very well and that after that I was going to come out and meet you. And so I actually stayed in touch with Tammy and asked her to please keep her phone nearby in case we needed her, you know, because I was hoping we would find Ollie. Right. And that was the nighttime trekking through the woods and up tree stands. <laughs> and um, oh, I've got this do not try this <laughs> <laughs> Trekking up tree, and you actually went up a tree stand. A couple of them, yeah. A couple of them, just, just looking and yep. calling. And we called her and called her, and we had a huge spotlight with us on one of the trucks that was really, you know, able to light up large areas. Right. And I, I think if we'd have had, what do they call that when you can find um, uh, war, anything animal because it's a warm, like, Signal. There's a there's a word for it. I'm blank for a minute, but I know what I mean. I think if we'd had that, we might have seen her, but we also might have seen the bear and a lot of other eyes right. looking at us from the woods. <laughs> Pete's never speechless. I'm letting you guys talk. This great story. I'm listening. So that night we went, we stayed out until, I don't know, probably one in the morning, I'm right. going to say it was, yeah. when we finally said, I think we went to 212 and then one more stop by yep. Mill Creek area. And, and then we kind of said, well, we'll be back tomorrow. And then in the morning you... You got a call. Yep. So I got a call. Um, Wes, Mandy's fiance, called me and was like, we found Dolly. We need to get out there as soon as possible. And I was like, are you for real? Like, because they've had a lot of scammers call them. So I was like, are you sure? When you have a reward, there are scammers. Yep. And so he's like, yes, it's for sure. Like, I'm sending you the address. Head out there. I'm trying to get trailers and everything else. So I'm heading out there. I just jumped out of bed, grabbed my boots, and ran out the door. I don't have shoes on. I just grabbed them, threw them in the car. Um, I called Tammy Leedy. I called you and y'all are amazing. Y'all have literally dropped everything to help us and I was so happy that she she's okay. Like Dolly's okay. She's a little banged up, you know, her hip. Um 
Right. She was doing the choking thing. She got some water, but overall she's okay. So it was really, really great. And your friend, I believe, is the yes. one that brought out the big trailer and, yes. and his horse. And yes. when she got home, she was just so happy, just yes. rolling in the grass and everything. She it was <laughs> yeah. amazing. So Rudy from Big Horse Ranch uh, actually worked for Budweiser for 10 years. He drove draft horses, so Clydesdales. So I knew he had a real good affinity with them. Uh, Eddie Leedy has a real good affinity with all horses, and it, Dolly seems to like men too, right. which is good. So Eddie got her calmed down because the initial people who found her, I think, tied her to a tree and she panicked she freaked and out. bolted. Right. Uh, but when Eddie and Tammy got there, she calmed right down, and then Rudy arrived with his big trailer, and I asked him to bring two tacked-up horses in case we needed to ride into the woods and get her again right uh, and that really helped her and encouraged her to get in because horses love yeah, the herd yeah she was excited she was very excited <laughs> was very to excited. see some herd and Rudy dropped everything and was literally I think out there in about 40 minutes after I called him he got horses and he brought the trailer out and Eddie had already got um, Dolly really calm and 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 there she looks a little more alert but that's because the horses are yeah, in the trailer she's excited and she's there. like there are horses in there I want to go in I want to go in and look how pretty she is yeah. she's so pretty she's gorgeous she's lovely yeah look who's there <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Eddie actually passed her to Rudy a couple of incredible horsemen and Rudy just took her and let her think about it for a second and she hopped right in the trailer just like that she was happy to see horses he took that photo for us as she was transported back and I I took them I went with them and Wes went and we got to take her take her home there's Rudy from Big Horse Ranch unloading her at her destination which is interesting because actually my daughter had her 18th birthday party at the destination oh really so weird yeah that's awesome I've been here before and Dolly uh, home happy to be home look at her She's like, yeah, I'm home. And who would want to run away from that place? <laughs> to the swamp. Not me. And that is, I think, the owner's little boy there watching Dolly have a really good role. I bet she feels good right there. Yep, she's pretty uh, pretty happy to be home. So it was a happy ending. And I know the veterinarian was coming to check her out. She had a little laceration on her hip from the jumping out of the trailer. And she had a few, I think she picked up a few ticks and things, but uh, lost maybe a little bit of weight. But actually, considering that she spent five nights in the woods. Yeah, that's a lot. I think she was uh, extremely fortunate. And I couldn't help but take that video. <laughs> Because I, I said, that. how sweet is Tammy and Eddie Leedy holding hands with a happy ending? As they're walking away. I know, it was perfect. So as for Mandy, she's got a long road ahead of her. She does. Um, I went and saw her before I came here. She's still in the hospital. Um, she's, it's rough. She's having a really hard time the last couple of days, but she'll get there. It's just time and we got to get that long taken care of. It's, she's struggling, but... And we have a GoFundMe too yes. uh, information for Mandy up here on the screen. So if you are not watching, it is GoFundMe slash BC10CD75. If you're not watching but listening, that's the information. So you can help Mandy. She's going to have a lot of expenses. A lot. Heidi, you're a hero. You're amazing. You're amazing. Non-equestrian. <laughs> running around in the woods to find her best friend's horse. She's something else. Don't try it at home. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind 
by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first, providing air conditioner repair, installation and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Join us July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. for the Equine Extravaganza at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion Ocala. Brought to you by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk Show. Fundraising for Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Enjoy a fantastic breed show from miniature horses to Clydesdales. With jumping and dressage demos, you can also watch barrel racing, dog training, mounted shooting, and enjoy food vendors and crafts for kids plus a silent auction. Check the Equine Extravaganza fundraiser event on Facebook and we'll see you on July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion for the best in horsing around in the horse capital. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. That's Dancing Pete Roda from Complimentary Horsemanship. I'm Louisa Barton, and we're in the fifth segment of the show. We have been chatting to Heidi Walker about the rescue of Dolly, which is a great story, and we're going to keep praying for Mandy Roberts for her healing, that um, she heals fast and is able to come home and be with her four-legged family. And we're just going to remind you about the GoFundMe again if you would like to help. I know it's a long road ahead of her and a lot of expenses are involved, so if you can help her, that would be absolutely wonderful. Our next segment here is actually with a gentleman I just met this weekend. I asked Ali Ortiz, who should I interview at the Pasofino Extravaganza? And she said, oh, Rick Meyer would be perfect. Well, she had, I don't know if she knew how perfect. This guy is an entertainer as well as a recent inductee to the Pasofino Hall of Fame. Him and his wife, Janice, are top people in this Pasofino industry. He's been training for over 50 years. He has a farm, very successful, still training these very comfortable horses at 70, although I didn't believe he was when I met him. But certainly an entertainer, a wonderful MC, and he really got me involved in the show and really gets the audience involved in an extremely equine edutainment way. So we hope you enjoy hearing segment one here with Rick Meyer. Next week, we'll have segment two for you. Louisa Barton here with the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television, and I have Rick Meyer with me. I'd love to give you his titles, but they're too many. 
So instead of that, I'm going to let him tell us. So most recent inductee into the Hall of Fame. My wife and I were inducted this past year to the Pasofino Horse Association uh, Hall of Fame, and we are very proud of that. Congratulations. Thank That's you. huge. Thank you. Tell us a little background on the on the Pasofino breed. Well, you know, what we try to say is that the Pasofino breed here in the United States is the newest 500-year-old breed because that's what they are. They stem from the Andalusian, the Spanish Jennet, and the Spanish Barb. The Spanish Barb brought the Amble to the gate uh, that has been now selective breeding over this past 500 years. And interesting enough, these are the horses that came over in 1493 on the second voyage of Columbus. Wow, that's phenomenal, isn't Well, there's it? even more about that. There's 22 horses made the trip, 17 stallions and five mares. They all made it. Several months on the boat. Wow. Several months on the boat suspended in a sling with their hindquarters out over the over the boat. Oh my goodness. Think about that. Well, there was no stall cleaning because there was no stalls. So they apparently did what they could and it worked out to well. To keep the manure on the outside. See, that's a correct. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they were they, they got in uh, the Air Force um, participants that were in the Air Force in Puerto Rico and whatever, they, they eventually migrated the horses to North America. And uh, at that time, They've just taken America by storm in, in regards to the gated community now. We're not trying to compete with the quarter horses or the thoroughbreds or anything of that nature. This is a little niche market. These are these are horses that uh, considered probably the smoothest horse in the world when they're doing it correctly. And here in the United States, we have gone to another situation of having these different categories because of the athleticism of the horse. So we do Western Pleasure. These horses can gate. They can do the Paso Corto, the Paso Largo. They can lope. They can canter. I actually compete in cowboy-mounted shooting, shooting Colt 45 single actions at 10 targets at full speed. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, my. Very good. <laughs> yes. So um, you're a tire. You are the... I'm the master of ceremonies here master at the extrav Extravaganza, yes. Yeah, I don't know about the master, but that's the title. So uh, I have that gift of gab, and so here we are. So your job is to? My job is to educate the uh, public. You see, possibly you can see them behind me. Uh, we're trying to teach the folks what is going on in that arena. So I'm demonstrating the classic Fino, the performance and the, and the pleasure division, and uh, trying to tell everybody exactly what's going on. Wow, yeah. and that's good because there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn about the breed. We like to call Ocala Marion County the Pasofino capital of the USA because we think there might be more Pasofinos here than perhaps anywhere else in the US. I think I would agree with that based on what I know. Yes, but I still think there's a lot for people to learn. Certainly, certainly. There, you know, this is a, a unique situation to see these horses when they're in their show mode, if you will. But let me tell you, they're so versatile out on the trails and and uh, working cattle and, and they just have so much athleticism. It, it's amazing. Now I have ridden Pasfinos several times. I actually showed on my second ever ride oh. on a Pasfino and got a, a, a fifth place really? ribbon. Yes, and there weren't five in the class either, believe it or not. Oh, uh, I think well, that the good. horse did most of the work because she was very well seasoned. Sure. Uh, but I loved the ride. I. I I was surprised at the um, at the comfort. I was surprised at the amount of ground that we covered. Mm -hmm. it, can you explain the different gates a little bit to us? Because I know there is a certain gate that is used more for trail riding, and then there's more of a show gate. Can you explain those a little bit? Certainly. Let's start off with the overall footfall of the horse. Any breed of horse walks in an evenly spaced four beat, technically lateral movement. So even a quarter horse, a thoroughbred, an Andalusian, they all have left hind, left rear, right rear, right fore. And, uh, excuse me, and anyway, so that that is the gate of the Pasofino. From the walk, they then take a little bit quicker, and a little bit longer stride, maintaining that exact same footfall. Left hind, left fore, right hind, right fore. 
Now all they're doing is taking a longer step, so they're more ground covering. As they move into what we call the Paso Largo, now it gets into an extremely longer stride. Again, same football, same exact thing, and that's what maintains the smoothness. Our horses, the Pasofino horses, except during the canter or the lope, they are never suspended off the ground. So they always have three feet on the ground and one up. That way there's no concussion coming back down as you would in a diagonal horse where they are working on the trot on the diagonal where they suspend, come down on a diagonal, suspend, come down on the opposite diagonal. Therefore the smoothness of the Pasofino. Yes, it's certainly much more comfortable for people if they have any sort of back aches or if they're a bit older <laughs> and they want to ride not kind of bump around. Correct. That's the smoothest ride. That, right? Well, that's exactly right. I turned 70 last week and quite frankly, I don't know that I'd still be training if I weren't training Pasofinos. I still train six, seven, eight, ten horses a day. And uh, it is because of that smoothness that my, my body can take it. You know, it's no big deal. In fact, it requires it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Really pleasure. appreciate you talking to us and sharing this incredible breed and this wonderful event here in the horse capital. Thank you, and I do appreciate the opportunity. Master of Ceremonies for this event and Hall of Fame inductee, pretty impressive, Rick Meyer, here at World Equestrian Center at the Pasofino Extravaganza, an incredible event. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. Back on the final segment this week of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louise Barton here in the studio with Dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. We've been chatting to Heidi Walker. We just made her stay because we want to talk to her afterwards. Uh, she's our hero in the Dolly story this week, and I know mm. her and... Uh, uh, I, I'm, I know myself, I can speak for Tammy Leedy, Bree, who came out, and so many other people, the Sheriff's Department, uh, to say to Heidi, thank you so much for just an amazingly brave uh, hero job of being so determined to 
find her friend's horse because her friend was in the hospital and we really think that that's a incredible story to share with you so we hope you enjoyed it we're glad that dolly's home we're going to keep praying Yay. for mandy and dolly and we want to just say thank you to heidi so much for all of her efforts what an amazing young lady she is and not even an equestrian uh, but if she wants to become an equestrian, there isn't anybody better than Dancing Pete Rhoda to become an equestrian <laughs> with. So we're going to switch it up right now to Pete's Horsemanship Tip of the Week. Dancing Pete's Tip of the Week, brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to dance that way, thanks. <laughs> Tip of the Week. So horses think in millimeters, we think in inches and feet. So when you're thinking about trail loading, trying to get that maneuver on the ground, trying to get that maneuver in the saddle, think about one millimeter, they'll go, oh, you want me to go that way? Or what do we think? Oh, I need the whole foot, I need six feet, whatever it is. So they think in millimeters. And if you put it in their perspective, you, you think in millimeters, if I put a snake in front of you and said, here, come touch it, I guarantee you'd be thinking about every millimeter going towards that snake. And that's how horses think when they're going to something scary. Each little millimeter is like a mile to us. How interesting. I wonder how the perspective, since you brought that up, I wonder the perspective of Dolly and the trailer because I've tried to imagine a draft horse going through an escape door in a trailer, and I've had a hard time imagining that. Now, she got the little cut on her hip, but I was amazed that there weren't any other injuries. So I wonder how that space looked to her, or if in a panic of some sort, wanting to go with her owner, she didn't think about the space. She just... It was an opening, just like if there's a fire. It was fire. a light. Yeah, yeah, just like there's a fire in your house, and there was a small opening, you'd fit through it, that's true. You're Way right. faster than what you think you can. Yeah, no, you're right there. But it's interesting when you talk about house horses right. see space. You know, as a person, in a, even in a panic, it's going to go through my head. You know, that the window's got a crack like this. You know, how am I going through that? As a person, I think of that, even in a panic. But as a horse... You oh, don't I've, think about can I fit through? I've seen people you just leave think, the. I'm going. I've seen the. I've seen people leave the stall door open six inches, and the horse panic and think they can get through it, and blow the door off. Because they don't think of it the same as us. Really? They just think of it as that's the way out. That's the way out. My owner's going that way. I'm going that way because that's the way out. Yeah, and I bet if we talked to some military guys, they'd probably think the same way. If they were trapped in, like that and they said that's the only way out they would fit themselves through whatever they could yeah you're right interesting fact so because we want to keep you healthy if you're an equestrian or even if you're not good tips from fabian from reboot self-care get rebooted Hi, I'm Fabian Ronick with Reboot Self-Care Center and here's a tip of the day for you for any time you feel like you're getting sick one thing you could do like a you know an itch in the throat or you're feeling a little more tired that day you want to catch it early so what you can do is use a portable nebulizer you can get these things on amazon for example they're about 55 dollars we have them as well here so what you do is you take the nebulizer you fill a solution in and then you breathe it until the little tank's empty which is roughly six to ten minutes it just depends but what I'll, what that'll do is you're inhaling it straight to the long throat which is a place where the bacteria that you or virus that you might have inhaled or got somewhere starts to build up and if you can catch it within 24 hours you can start breaking down that virus before it becomes you know full-blown cold and we also have a solution that we call VBM guard that has an immune booster in there but it has a couple other ingredients that are designed to if it's bacterial or viral, it just helps the body to do its job more effectively and break it down. Nebulizing. I heard it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> She's behind the scenes. We're sitting here talking about. She goes, "It was a lot." It like, was a lot <laughs> when you first when you first breathe it in. No wonder it, they say it. They say it kills the germs from COVID. Uh, it's it's pretty strong knockout. But you didn't say that out loud. No, but it is. It's it, the first time you do it. After you've done it once, you do it the second time. It's much easier. The first time, I'm I'm going to say it. It gave me a good, a good knockout. It did. 
it's good for you though you got to clean those lungs out get all those germs especially if you've had covid that's something that fabian really talked to me about most people have had covid even if they didn't know they had it um and if you did if you did have it and you're concerned about the remnants apparently it is a good cleanser so good cleanser for the sinuses and the lungs and all of that knock all of that germs even if you've had the flu or any kind of any kind of germ you've got hanging on and then if you own a horse the chances are you own a dog so i'm going to say my favorite male brit male brit georgia you're okay now yeah horse talk show going to the dogs The Horse Talk Show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Hello there, Neil Hennessy from Ocala Dog Ranch. Tip of the week is obedience training. It's always good to get your dog out and learning new things with new people and new animals. So I would suggest that you take up an obedience class or private lessons. Uh, Keeps your dog engaged, keeps you engaged, gets you and the dog out to do a little bit of exercise and a little bit of mental stimulation. Thank you much. Yes, those are my dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Woohoo! <laughs> Aslan. So Isaac sent me the the tip of the week, and I played it at home. And Aslan and Lucy heard Neil's voice, and you should have seen them come running over, jumping up at me, forgot all their manners, and <laughs> we're, looking, we're looking for looking for Neil. Like, where is Uncle Neil? <laughs> That's how well they know him. But I got to tell you something, and and this is a total shout out for the Ocala Dog Ranch. Aslan, who is super smart and super, super, super intelligent, sensitive, no longer comes in my bedroom without sitting outside the door and barking for me to come and tell him he can come in. Very. Isn't that unbelievable? That is just a few. Do you ever say no? I haven't, yeah. I've actually told him he's a really good boy because it's so funny. I, I, I'm in the bedroom or bathroom and I hear this bark and I, I say, what, what's he barking at? And I, because I forget, because I'm just used to him just rushing in, rushing in. And so I walk out and I see him. He's sitting there by the door, going oh, oh, at me like this. And so I say, what a good boy you are. I give him a pet and I say, okay, come. And then he comes in, but he used to just come blasting in. And Jump this in is, the bed. Yeah. yeah. This is just a, f- a couple few training sessions at Ocala Dog Ranch. That's great. It's unbelievable. I mean, he will not. He just waits. We just got to train you now. Neil. <laughs> if you're watching, you're in trouble. Yeah. You get to train me, you're really, really in trouble. That's not going to be easy. But really, well done to Claire at Ocala Dog Ranch, who who spent so much time with Aslan and Lucy and and really made a huge difference to to everything. So, well done. Heidi, thank you for being with us. You're my hero. There's not many people that would have done what you did. Me and you, we're a good team. And uh, thanks to Tammy and uh, and Eddie and Rudy and all the people, Bree, the Sheriff's Department, everybody that helped to find Ollie. So uh, we love you guys. You're all amazing. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around till the same time next week. Bye.